What is up, plebs? Back at it again with another conversation. This time with Bitcoin Blackburn. We talk about Bitcoin Blackburn's story, finding Bitcoin, moving to Panama, starting a Bitcoin business. We talk about how much good Bitcoin can bring into the world, what plebs like you and me can be doing to support this movement, and how beautifully Bitcoin aligns with our nature. Lastly, looking for a new guest on the Bitcoin Plebs podcast. The purpose of the pod is to meet new Bitcoin friends, hear their views and stories about the orange coin, and hopefully allow the plebs voice to be heard. The podcast is voice only and welcomes anyone and everyone who wants to chat Bitcoin. Just shoot me a DM on Twitter if you're interested. All right, cheers. Bitcoin Blackburn, welcome on the podcast. Hey, man. So happy to be here. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, this is literally this is literally the first time I've been on any kind of podcast show, anything like that. I actually have a few lined up now in the next couple months, but you're, uh, you're the first one. And it just happens to be on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> your, your fake birthday. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm honored to get you on for your Twitter birthday. No, um, for, for, for real. It's my real birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah well, happy real. birthday. This is <laughs> <Yeah>. exciting. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm 37 today. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, wow, this is a big day. Just, just to get started for some background, um, how, how did you find Bitcoin and what was your journey down the rabbit hole like? Right. Um, well, basically, um, I was a, uh, uh, I came up as a musician. And through music, I got into teaching. And through teaching music, I had, and, uh, eventually made the decision in my, my late 20s to become like a school teacher. Mm. Um, and I, I did that for about five years. You know, that for me, that was going to be like my way that I was going to try to make a, a difference in the world and have an impact. And, um, and then, you know, yeah, by, by about the fifth year, uh, I ended up having to uh, basically retire uh, on medical leave because um, basically the, the stress was getting so insane from the grind of being a teacher that it, it just burnt me the fuck out and I literally had to get like doctor like a doctor's order and uh, and basically quit and retire and um, in a nutshell you know all that stress came from um, you know being in the school system and wanting to make a difference but then just seeing that like you can't make a difference here. You know, like this system is, it's here to do the opposite of make a difference, you know, and just realizing like, yeah, you, you can't change the system from within, you know, you, you have to simply opt out, you know, and find another way. So basically dude, like in a nutshell, like I always tell people my secret recipe for finding Bitcoin and stacking sats was failure, absolute failure because you know, that was my life dream was being a teacher, you know, and I had, I had invested so much of myself into that. So it was a devastating point. But then what happened was, you know, I just kind of bounced around for a while and I didn't really have anything going on in my life. And I'm just kind of like doing whatever and I'm open. And then next thing I know, you know, I get this online, uh, like a chat support job and, uh, and the company, they, they want to pay people in Bitcoin. So I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. Bitcoin. This is way back in like 2015. Wow. And yeah. 
and uh so you know and i i did the same thing as everybody else you know i i took it for granted i didn't my do my uh, my due diligence and research it and figure out what it was so it wasn't really until like 2017 like at the very beginning of the bull run and i'm like okay no there's there's something here there's something going on here you know <laughs> and uh and that's when i decided to basically be a hodler and uh, i've never never regretted that ever since uh and in fact i was able to basically completely change my life uh i moved i moved away from my home country uh, canada i sold everything sold everything off put everything into bitcoin i mean everything 100 percent and um and I ended up moving to a beautiful uh, country in the tropics where I bought uh, an amazing piece of land and uh, I ended up meeting a great partner and she's she's full out Bitcoin too. <laughs> and uh, we built a beautiful home out here, uh, you know, where we're homesteading and starting to learn to do some farming and gardening and, and raise animals. So um, basically, man, like it's, it's pretty like, every day is like mind blowing for me, you know, because my whole life, like I've struggled, you know, even as a teacher, like the pay was shit, honestly, you know, and, right. uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and, and that was, and by the way, I didn't teach in Canada or, uh, or the States or anything. I actually taught and lived in third world countries. Um, I, I started teaching in Thailand when I was like 20, 24 years old. Um, so yeah, so you know, in a nutshell, dude, like I've never had money, you know, I've really, I've never at any given point in my, like I say, I came up as a musician. So it, it just really was never like a main focus priority in my life. So it's very ironic to me that Bitcoin kind of just <laughs> found me that way, you know, it wasn't, it's, you know, it, and it's that, so, oh, sorry. And that everything that led up to, to Bitcoin finding me was, was a principled decision. You know, it wasn't me looking to make money and looking to get rich quick. It was all these principled decisions that I had made leading up to that point, you know, that that's what led me to Bitcoin. Right. And it, it's so incredible to me. Time and time again, I hear people just like changing their whole lives, you know, like after Bitcoin. And even for me, like I, I'm still young. I've got a few things I need to take care of um, in my life before I can, you know, start living exactly how I want to um yeah. but how old are you i i'm 20 years old so oh my gosh man <laughs> holy shit but wow your future is amazing <laughs> I, i'm trying my best but what i it, it's just crazy how you know bitcoin oh. enables people to think about what they they really want and, and then go after it it seems like we all think about like this life we'd like to live but you know, most people don't actually take the leap to sell everything, to move to a different country. And, you know, I've had the same experience. It's just like a complete like change in my mind. You know, you went from never caring about money to now, you know, Bitcoin, this kind of money. Yes. We can't get it out of our head. Like what's going on here? You know? Right. And I, and I really do firmly believe that there's something there at a, like a deeper, existential level you know i truly in my heart of hearts see it and believe it that you know if a person really um if, if in their heart of hearts they have what's best for everybody you know and they maintain that as their core principles then i think 
frankly, good people like that will be rewarded and, and they'll get the chance and the opportunity to, to make a difference in this world. Whereas, you know, I think all the people that are still stuck in, you know, personal fears and their own uh, greed and self-interest, you know, I think they're going to, I mean, you see it, they're being attracted to the altcoins, you know, and all the other fucking scams that exist in fiat, you know, it's like everybody based on who they are within themselves is going to have a natural alignment and gravitating towards, you know, certain things that they invest in, you know? So for people like myself, who to me, like the real thing to invest in is, is people, you know, and life and nature, you know, um, to me, those people are going to align with Bitcoin because Bitcoin is the only fucking crypto that's actually physically backed. It's actually backed by nature, right? We're using electricity through the, the proof of work mining system to literally turn like physical energy into real money, you know? So, um, so to me, that's what it's all about in a way. It's about like the physical, it's about the earth. It's about existence. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I see you talk a lot about like this physical nature of Bitcoin. Like you use the words principles, you know, in this conversation on your Twitter and maybe Bitcoin encourages people to live by principles rather than, um, I don't know, like off their whim. Do you think Bitcoin has any inherent principles ingrained in what Bitcoin is? Or do you think Bitcoin just encourages us to live by the principles we already have or have chosen and there's nothing really ingrained in the network? I don't right. know. If well, you know what? I would say in a way, it's like actually both your questions. It's like it's both in a way because, you know, from my perspective, um, Bitcoin is a direct reflection of our actual uh, nature and our earth because Bitcoin's decentralized, right? And that's exactly how the earth works. The earth is also decentralized, right? <laughs> like if yeah. you look at the animal, you know, you look at the animal right. kingdom, like, you know, no one is, no one's a boss in the animal kingdom. Like you can be a lion, but eventually the grass is going to eat you, you know? So, <laughs> so in nature, there's no real hierarchy. Nature is something that is truly decentralized and it's really just been nothing but, um, how do you say like it like human ego and human misunderstanding and trauma um that is you know aligned us, us with centralized systems like like uh, fiat currency where it's all about fear and ego you know whereas um i see bitcoin as being in direct physical alignment with reality based on the nature of the decentralized network and if you look at that then you realize that it, it incentivizes people to be principled. It, it incentivizes people to good behavior because if you want to do well in the network, then that, that's, that's actually the best thing to do, right? Like just as important as like you and me stacking sats is you and me being like focused on supporting everybody else stacking sats. Because if everybody else stacks sats, then we have more sats, you know? So it's, it's an ingenious design that way that plays on our individual self-interest it plays on our it, it plays on both our intention to do good things in the world and our self-interest because in bitcoin what's best for you is what's best for all and what's best for all is also what's best for you yeah now that you you know put it that way and i think about it 
like that that makes a lot of sense to me <laughs> it's just strange how you know when you create something that's like aligned with our nature or nature you know it seems i don't know if there's anything medical metaphysical about bitcoin or or if this is just how we are and you know certain yeah. ideas or structures will uh resonate with with right, right. people i i don't know but it's right. a great point right um, yeah well it's it's kind of like i don't know i'm it's kind of like anything of like a like a metaphysical or spiritual nature it's like uh, like when it comes to the metaphysical and spiritual stuff it's like i i don't get too carried away as far as making any like any kind of like ideas or beliefs and i'll rather just tend to uh reference again reference the, the physical existence you know so it's kind of like the same principle as bitcoin like don't trust verify which to me is like the same as saying like don't believe don't have faith you know go check you know so you know it's like when i talk about like uh, yeah stuff like this where it's like i talk about the the earth being one organism you know just one thing that is decentralized in nature it's like you you can maybe attach beliefs and stuff to that but ultimately it, it's really just like a, a physical reality that you can verify you know so um so i think bitcoin like in that way bitcoin humbles us or at least it should you know like in that way Bitcoin brings us down to earth, you know, it makes us all plebs because it is so simple in a way, you know, I mean, just the same way the answers to a lot of the problems we face in the world are very simple, right? It's like, if we all recognize, you know, in a way that we are all equal, we're all just a bunch of plebs together, then we're going to see the simplicity of, of how easy it is to make this world a great place, you know, um, recognizing basic facts of reality, like the fact that we all work essentially in the same way you know every human has basic needs you know we all need uh, housing and food and you know educational support or health health care support um you know so in a way bitcoin is like a great i see it as a great equalizer that way you know and um that's something that we really need in a in a destructively overcomplicated world you know because so much of the noise, you know, like how crazy overgrown the current financial system has become and, you know, the now 6,000 plus like altcoins that are out there, it's like, it's just become so complicated. And the only reason for that is self-interest and greed, you know, anyone who really just wants a, a good life for themselves and everybody, they tend to keep it simple, you know, and just see the simple, basic foundational principles that bitcoin embodies yeah yeah it's it's really incredible for me to think about and you know this like kind of gets to an issue that i've been thinking about for a long time and um it, it's kind of complicated but uh, i've been yeah. wanting to dig into it with someone um I, I've got like a string of questions that kind of lead into the issue that's been on my mind. And it kind of relates to what you just said. Um, in your blog post, Centralization, Middlemen, and the Gamification of the System, you talk about the inefficiencies encouraged by fiat money um, of having so many middlemen 
And at the end, you say, fuck the old system. Buy Bitcoin like a pissed off workhorse who has had enough. Stand up, wake up, <laughs> speak up. Would you, would you say that fighting our fiat system using Bitcoin is more than, you know, an idea or a theory about, you know, making a, a better world? Do you, do you think it's starting to get like personal almost? Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's it's interesting, man, because um, like in a way, it's never personal for me. Right. Because at the end of the day, like as a Bitcoiner, I just want like what's best for everybody. Right. Like that's right. in a way, that's why I believe in Bitcoin. So from that perspective, it's not personal. You know, however, um, like I say, man, like I, I came up as a as a you know, a pissed off rebel, you know, who, who never had much, who kind of wanted to change the world from the beginning. So, you know, that sort of rage that it becomes the courage, you know, <laughs> to stand up and, spe and speak yourself, like that's always kind of been in me. And all that's really happened is what, you know, what's the saying? Money just allows you to be more of who you already are. So Bitcoin's done that. Bitcoin has really just enabled the person that I already am. So yeah, I'll, I'll fucking stand up. I will, I can say anything, right? That was my, what my second blog was about before is about how Bitcoin really gives you true freedom of speech. It's like, I'm backed by Bitcoin now. So I, I can fucking say all the things that I've ever wanted to say to challenge the system, to try to bring about a better world for everybody. And, you know, that can be taken personally because I'm full on about it. You know, like I don't hold back. I'm ruthless. If I see abuse, I call it out. And I, you know, so much of the stuff that I see is abusive in nature, you know, in the current, current financial system and altcoins. So I guess what I'm saying is it's like, you could take it personally, but honestly, dude, that's, that's like calling out a rapist, you know, and being like, dude, you're raping. And then being like, oh, you're making it personal. It's like, <laughs> look right. at the context. Though. Look at the context. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's the context. Like, I think about how gloomy the world could look in my future if we keep going in this direction of fiat and centralized control. And how much better it could be if people, you know, had hard money to save and earn in. And like it seems to me like um that we're advocating for something so important one of the most important battles we'll face as a society and it, it's scary too because there's other things that the other side of it you know we might as well be advocating for the end of the government as we know it which you know i don't know what i think about that and like a complete <laughs> shift in society and culture so it's like well it's really troubling to me <laughs> at this yeah, point yeah, yeah. you know well, what i mean oh you know, totally and and yeah i mean it, it's gonna be a rough ride obviously like you know you never really have change in the world without some challenges and resistance you know but, um, you know, at the same time, I, I do see it as an, an inevitability. You know, I don't, I don't see Bitcoin as like a if, I see it as a when. And even then, the when is even kind of predictable, you know. Right. Um, and as far as the government thing goes, it, it's kind of like I was saying it is with regular people. It's like, yeah, people might react, the government might react and flip out and whatever. 
Um, but, and who knows how that's gonna go, right? It's kind of like, you know, it's like when something's breaking, you know, when something's falling apart, it's like, it's not too useful to spend a lot of time focusing on like how the thing is gonna fall apart, you know? It's like if you yeah. see a chair, a chair with only two legs, like you don't really <laughs> need to talk about how it's gonna fall apart. You, you just know it's gonna fall apart. <laughs> And, um, but from that perspective, like, I, I'm not worried about like, uh, Armageddon in any way, because that's where you start to realize how suppressed human beings and the free market, um, like, or just our own ability to do business freely with, with each other and have real relationships with that. Like you realize how badly that's been suppressed and that if you allow for a proper incentive system like Bitcoin to, um, to be the default currency, then you really just incentivize everybody to have to provide actual value in their services. So basically what I'm getting at is I think government will continue to exist in some form, but I think what we'll see happen is Bitcoin is going to start keeping um, governments <laughs> very honest and transparent just like everybody else. And it's going to inevitably incentivize them just like everybody else to have to provide actual services to people, you know, to actually be the thing that they were originally intended to be, which is really just a, an administrative, uh, yeah, an administration, you know, that's really all government is. I mean, they, they got it. They have to build us roads. They have to manage, uh, water systems and basic shit like that. And, uh, other than that, you know, they really have, have no place in our lives. It's a very, it's a very utility, utilitarian service in nature. Mm -hmm. And I think Bitcoin is just going to, it's going to ground that point. It's, it's going to ground people and ground governments so that they'll reorient themselves from scamming people to basically being of service, you know, and that's the difference with with the incentives in the fiat system versus the incentives with Bitcoin, fiat incentivizes you to be a scammer because fiat is a scam. It's a right. Ponzi scheme, right? We know where it's going. So within that, you also have to be a scammer if you want to survive in that system. Um, whereas in Bitcoin, the incentives are totally different. You're actually incentivized to do not only what's best for you, but what's best for everybody. So if you don't do that with Bitcoin and you become a scammer, oh boy, the consequences are going to be bad. Yeah, that that's like a really great perspective for me to keep in mind. I'll have to like go back and listen to it again. Um, and, and I agree, like there's so much hope here. Like when we think about, um, you know, what Bitcoin can change. Um, and you know, it may be inevitable um, based on incentives alone, but do you think there's things that we as plebs, just like nobody's on Twitter who run like a tiny podcast or writes a newsletter or, you know, runs a business, um, you know, that accepts Bitcoin? Or I don't know, is there anything that the plebs need to be doing to be, um, you know, fighting for this? hopeful future of Bitcoin? Yeah, I, I would say, I would say connect, you know, just like we are today, you know, it's like in a way where we have to kind of stand as the example for that, you know? And um, yeah, I would say just, you know, connect, connect 
with other plebs, you know, connect with yourself, you know, um, and uh, yeah, to me, to me, that's really the key, man. It's, it's a point of like bringing us all together because from my perspective, the, the collective masses of plebs, what you might call the sleeping giant <laughs> is way more powerful than any, you know, hero in Bitcoin, you know, like we, we all have our heroes. Don't get me wrong. There's guys that I like to listen to that I think are really cool and inspiring, you know, uh, Max Kaiser, Anthony Pompliano, you know, there's lots of people out there that like they're serving, you know, they're kind of big speakers and in a way they're kind of centralized points. And that's cool. I like to learn from them and, uh, and all that, but ultimately it's like that saying goes, it's like, don't have heroes in Bitcoin. You know, because truly it has no champions. Truly it is the, the money of the people. So just like Bitcoin has individual nodes, you know, again, the earth and the human race is a decentralized system. And so within that, we are all nodes. Like every single Bitcoin pleb is a node, you know, and our reach might not be as big as the whales, but like the whales, we're not manipulators. <laughs> and, you know, the opportunity that Bitcoin plebs do have as, as being a node unto themselves is to be an influence in their own in the, like personal sphere, right? Like if every, if every pleb, you know, stands as that point and they're supporting everyone around them, they're supporting their, their family members, their friends, the, the people in their community, the people they interact with on a daily basis. Like if we all do that on an individual level, then to me, that's, that's actually the real where it's at as far as the real grass movement of, of how we actually change the world in fact. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. And that, that's why, like, I love doing this podcast. I know nobody listens to it, you know, besides, you know, a couple people on Twitter, but, you know, we're telling like real people's stories or like your newsletter. It's just one, one person's perspective on Bitcoin, how it can change the world and you know, all of your thoughts about it. And I, I just love seeing, you know, the plebs, you know, being there in their social circles, but also branching out um, and kind of, you know, putting out their thoughts and perspectives and kind of like, you know, freeing up the speech and the opinion on, uh, on this thing. It's like very democratized. And I, I really like that about Bitcoin, you know? Totally. It's like, you know, with Bitcoin, it's like everybody is is a student and everybody is a teacher, you know, and I think that's the cool thing about what you're talking about. It's like we have a tendency of of defining our reach based on like how many followers we have. And it's like for myself, I would rather make a massive difference, like a real change and just even just one person's life, you know, or just a handful of people's lives rather than be like some huge, whatever famous figure that get tons of likes and comments and follows, but it's all just noise. You know, no one is really being touched by them at a deeper level and moved by their words. They're rather more being like influenced, you know, like, oh, like, okay, my hero said it's good to, it's okay to buy Bitcoin so I can do it now, you know? It's like, that's not what I'm looking to do with other plebs. What I'm looking to do is establish like, yeah, like real conviction, you know, 
like a real mind sh uh, mindset shift, you know, because again, to me, it's like, it's those little chain interchanges and, and changes in your like local community environment that it's like, that's where the real change is at, you know, everything else that, that ends up uh, being manifested. Like you, you know, if you end up starting a podcast or you end up making a bunch of money or like whatever it is to me, all that stuff is just a manifestation and the reflection of like that initial decision point to just, you know, stand as a supporter of Bitcoin and support yourself, support other plebs and, and really just um, be willing to, to take on the point and walk it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I, I, I loved your blog post, Bitcoin is true free speech, where you write about ha how having uncensorable money allows you to uh, better act and speak uh, freely. Towards the end, you say Bitcoin brings out the good and the bad in all of us and who we really are. Um, what was the good that Bitcoin brought out of you? And what was the bad that Bitcoin brought out of you? Well, I would say the good that it brought out of me is, you know, like I mentioned earlier, like I've, I've kind of always in a way wanted to change the world for the better and, and make a difference. So it's enabled me from that standpoint, you know, I can, um, like I say, like we, we've changed our life completely here. We've got this property here out, out in uh, Panama and like, I'm literally like, I, I'm giving people jobs, you know, and I'm, I'm teaching like my workers, like I'm teaching them about Bitcoin and making sure like that their children are set up, that they have their own wallets and, and savings that, you know, for their future and their children. So it, it's literally just given me like actual weight to the goodness in me and my good intentions. Um, the bad stuff, it's like, you know, like I say, ultimately, that's why I said that. It's because like money just kind of makes you more of who you are always. So as far as the bad stuff, it's like, yeah, all, all the bad stuff came out. You know, it's like the areas in my life where I was, um, you know, selfish or, you know, parts of me that I that were kind of negative, that were more like suppressed you know, it's like those things also came out because yeah, you're, you're more free. You can express yourself more. Um, because quite honestly, it's like a lot of us, it's like the bad sort of parts of ourselves. It's like a lot of that stuff is really suppressed because like I say, in the fiat system, you have to be a scammer. Essentially you're incentivized to be a, a kind of scammer. So you can't really show the negative sides of yourself to people, you know, because everybody's so busy fronting and trying to be like this person and that they're not in order to be successful in the work world and the business world. So basically it's kind of allowed like the, the bad parts of me to at least just come out because if they can't even come out, then I can't, I can't even face them. You know what I mean? It's like, how am I going to become a better person and face like the bad shit that's inside in, of me, in me, if I'm afraid to even fucking reveal it. Right. <laughs> You know, so, yeah. it's, you know, so it's like in a way, like with Bitcoin and life, like you, you can't be afraid to, to make mistakes. 
but that's kind of where Bitcoin is like, it's like, it's like the ultimate like mommy and daddy that way. Cause Bitcoin's just kind of like <laughs> the safety security blanket that just kind of hugs you and goes, you know, it's okay. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. You know, like make your mistakes, make your fuck ups, be who you are, you know, live your life, man. <laughs> right. It's so good. And I'm so glad we found this, you know, in our lives. You know, because, you know, even for me, like, it, it just makes it so clear, like, exactly how you spend your money when, when you're running, you know, when you're converting it to sats and thinking about Bitcoin and saving, it's like everything you spend on, you know, became important or how you spend your time, you know, I've got to work, uh, you know, a lot, I've got to do the other things that I'm doing in my life, you know, right. to I, I got to, you know, run this podcast because I love Bitcoin. It's like, it, it's just a great perspective. Like, right. It's I actually, so like, it. so in other words, it's like literally making you like a better person. <laughs> right. And, you know, I, I really hope, you know, it's soon that we, we see some more adoption. We see less of this, you know, I feel like, public opinion is turning more and more negative on Bitcoin in the past few months. Have you, have you had the same experience? Um, yes. Although I would say that it is, um, I would say that is actually more like a reflection of what I was just talking about. I, I don't necessarily, I know what you're talking like referring to. I see the same thing happening like on Twitter and everywhere, but I don't see it as, uh, the majority of people actually mm. I, I see that it's a few it's a minority of loud people and it's kind of what I was talking about before it's like Bitcoin is kind of bringing out everything out of everybody so it's like all the people who fucking hate life and hate freedom and want to be fucking kings and whatever they've got whatever delusions of, of grandeur that they want to be uh, rich and powerful or whatever in this world it's like all those fuckers they're gonna lose their shit you know they're gonna scream and cry bloody murder you know and so but to me that it's like that's gonna happen it's like in a way actually that's quite quite good feedback that we're winning yeah. <laughs> if you could even look at it that way see i don't even look at it as winning or losing like for myself personally like for instance i've taken the word hope out of my vocabulary you know because it's math you know, it's math, it's, it's basic human nature and, and human incentives on human nature, you know? And so I think if you see, I think if you really see and understand those principles, then you can apply them and do the math and, and the outflow actually becomes pretty clear and quite certain. Right. And it, it's just so incredible to be here and like have that foresight and just be talking, you know, with plebs on Twitter every day. It's like, you know, we're right. here, we're, we're making this happen, each one of us. Um, right. And that's actually even why, like, that's why we're getting rewarded. It's the exact word you used. It's the foresight. It's the fact that, you know, we're the ones that are willing to, to do the work, to have the vision, the foresight and, and take the risks. So, you know, we're the ones who are eventually going to be rewarded for that by Bitcoin, you know, and I, I think a lot of people have to consider that point, because again, it's a reflection point of 
a bigger life point, which is that you get what you give in life, you know? Right. And, and that's just, yeah, I, I, it's something really interesting to think about. I'm not sure how it works, but I, I think we're on to something. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you sell um, custom drums for Bitcoin. Uh, I looked on your Twitter and the drums look beautiful. How and why, I guess, did you start this project? Oh, well, first of all, thank you. That's cool, man. I'm, I'm glad you think they're cool because I, I also think they're really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, like I say, you know, I, I came up as a, a struggling, uh, a, a talented but struggling musician. Um, mm. and, um, and, and yeah, originally before I became a teacher, like that, that was kind of my way of wanting to change the world was, was through music. And uh, so in a way, it's, it's really my first love and my first passion. But uh, like a lot of things in life, um, when you start having to do it for money, like it, it can become kind of shitty. It's not so much an art, an art form anymore at that point. So, you know, um, basically Bitcoin has just like, it's kind of allowed me to re reacquaint myself with, with uh, my first love, which is drums. And so, uh, um, yeah, that's why I was kind of hoping actually that we'd maybe have video on the Zoom because right now I'm in a room with like 20 drum kits in it. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, uh, so so basically, you know, I was able to kind of like, like get all these sweet drums that I've always kind of wanted to to enjoy and experience. And then um, from that point is when I started to like really nerd out on drums and I started to realize like, oh shit, like I, I could probably just build these things, you know, cause I, I have a pretty good understanding of how they work. So, um, so yeah, so basically it's kind of like Bitcoin, like allowed me to like start like my dream job, dream business, but like, I'm not even doing it for money, honestly. I'm really just doing it because I, I love building drums. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and, that, and that's cool too, because it, it gives me, I mean, oh my gosh, man. Like when you can start a business and you're not doing it for money, like you're not depending on money, like it allows for such a much more natural like learning process and learning curve where you don't force things, you don't make as many mistakes because you're trying to force things to make money. Um, So yeah, and what that's allowed me to do is kind of do it as like a Bitcoin only business because, you know, obviously being a Bitcoiner, it's like, I do not want to fucking register my business in finance 1.0. Like, no, thank you. I'm not getting a business license. I'm not fucking using a bank. Uh, Those are all just attack vectors. So um, it's pretty cool that I can do business on my terms and basically be like a Bitcoin only business. Um, yeah, that, that, that's just incredible. Like I, I can hear the birds wherever you are, you know, it sounds beautiful. I, <laughs> I wish I was there in Panama with you with those, those amazing drums um yeah, man. well maybe maybe one day you know panama is uh panama is definitely a bit like uh, el salvador in terms of being like bitcoin friendly uh and the town that i live in is, is definitely like a bitcoin hotspot that's amazing maybe i'll be your next door neighbor in 10 years i, I really do <laughs> hope so <laughs> but yeah 
Yeah, Central America is where it's at, man. I mean, there, there's a there's a whole bunch of countries in, in this region of the world that I would happily live in. You know? Yeah. Well, thank you again for taking the time out of your day to talk about, you know, our passion for Bitcoin. Just before we go, I was wondering, you know, I'm a young guy. There, there's lots of young clubs listening to this. Um, I was wondering, you know, you know, it seems like you started out, you had a rough time and you overcame so many things. And now you've ended up living in Panama, you know, running a Bitcoin business, you know, with a partner. It, I was just wondering if you have any advice outside of Bitcoin for young plebs like myself to um, kind of like achieve like living the life that we want to in this like big fiat world. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that's an amazing question, man. That's a really amazing question. And actually, having been a teacher for many years, that is a, that's something I'm often faced with. And for years, I had no, like for my students and things, it's like I had no answer, mm. you know, because that was before Bitcoin. And boy, so again, that, that was a tough time. And that really shows like the path that led me to Bitcoin. So, you know, at this point in time, I would say, embrace failure and don't ever be afraid to let go of anything don't let anything in this reality ever define you even bitcoin the reason i say that is because again it's the fiat system that encourages us encourages us and incentivizes us to fight and to hold on and to battle because there's always this fear of loss, you know, um, success is not guaranteed. It's not certain. So the reason I say em embrace failure, you know, in, in the short term moments is because in a way that's the, that is the ultimate, um, example that you actually have faith in Bitcoin that you ultimately trust and see Bitcoin for what it really is, because if you really trust and see Bitcoin for what it is, then you know one thing, that the future of humanity and the earth is a good one. And eventually, you know, everybody will get their opportunity. Eventually, everybody will get their day in the sun. So, um, you know, stick with that long time preference. You know, again, don't hold on to things. Be Always be ready to let go. Let yourself fail in the short term if you need to. And just maintain that long-term vision and in a way that faith that the, despite you know your current circumstances and whatever you're going through and however hard it is that it's all going to be worth it in the end because the hardest road to walk that way is always the most rewarding yeah well and at the same time the easy path is always the hardest way down that that's some some amazing advice I, i'm definitely going to re-listen to our conversation and you know i i definitely think i need to keep that in mind because i definitely do worry and stress myself out too much of too much of my time so just yeah that, yeah it's like it's like, it's like we we're saying about like you know when i was talking about like um you know like 
being received as being like uh, confrontational or stuff with other people, you know, or, or taking things personally. It's like, I'll say things, you know, I'll speak my piece, but then once I've done that, I peace out, you know, cause again, I'm not here to prove anything. You know, I'm not here to fight anything or defend anything because Bitcoin stands for nobody. It is for everybody. Bitcoin stands for nobody. It is for everybody. <laughs> yeah. I, man, I'm sorry. I, I just love that. I don't even know what to say. Like, <laughs> we're just let, 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 let's because, because because understanding is deeper than knowledge when you understand the knowledge comes right yeah and i'm just thank you so much for you know sharing that advice you know and and talking through bitcoin with me uh, on your birthday uh, happy birthday by the way um <laughs> Thanks, bro. Yeah, every day, all day. And then, fuck, even at nighttime, if I have to wake up, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let, yeah. Let's do it. Keep in touch. Yeah, man, it was it was really good chatting. And uh, yeah, on my end, all I can say is, boy, the future looks bright, man. Like, after talking with someone like you and, and hearing your views, it's like, we've got a great thing ahead of us here. Oh, yeah. We, we definitely do. And we're all, um, all of us plebs together are what, you know, builds up this, you know, network of belief um, and, and Bitcoin, which I think is better. So I'll talk to you later. All right, buddy. Hit me up anytime.